Jesus. Uh, Cody, you got anything to get off your chest with this podcast? Hey, 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 there's some hot goss on the street that I've got a, that I, that I'm addicted to porn. Thanks for that, Pastor Kyle. This is not that podcast. This is a gossip uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's a gossip <laughs> podcast. Let's, t- let's tell everybody, let's tell everybody at home what you did on Sunday. Um, I may have made a joke in my sermon. Oh my gosh. Um, I was saying, because it was about, you know, 50% of pastors are addicted to porn. Oh, my gosh. And I said, well, it's not me. So it's Cody or something like that. <laughs> and literally four people after service. Four people. Four I mean, people honestly, it was, everybody knew up, I no, was joking. You stop. Four people came up to me after service and are like, thank you for being vulnerable with who you are. And let it go. I'm like, You're I like, let you know anything. I'm not addicted to porn. You probably were going to listen to the message at that point. You're oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, so yeah, You're killing me. So I'm just getting side. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I will say this. I apologize. Please forgive me. I will wow. be better. Wow. And, um, we can get you help. So. It was really fun. Like I, I, we, I came up to you afterwards. I'm like, thanks for that. Thanks. Yeah, I felt like, bad. I felt bad a little bit. Um, yeah. it was a really fun. It did land really well. The joke. If you but know. it did <laughs> <laughs> not that that excuses the. I did watch the, it online. The feelings. So. The joke was perfect. It was timing. I'll forgive you. It was yeah. great timing on that joke. Yeah. I, I would have expected I, you to do the same uh, joke. So just so you know, I would have been would, totally I, okay And I would have. I actually would have done joke. the exact same joke. Yeah. So, yeah, at your expense. But so. technically, because I said something that was not true. That was gossip. It was, I created gossip. So please <laughs> forgive me. I was I just. I forgive you. It was a. See, that's how you move it on. It was from, pre-planned. Um, to emphasize the point of the I mean, message, it was, it was really, it was actually yeah. really funny. So I'm not mad at you. But I intended w- to come to this podcast to make it right. I already apologized to you yesterday. I know. Um, hey, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I actually said the words. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'll do better. So. It was funny though. I mean, it was good timing on the joke. So I, don't I can't say I won't make that joke again. You probably but will. I won't have an option. But if you make, make that, that joke, joke again, it'll, it'll it'll really make us. Hey, that's the second time. Yeah. Did you hear Pastor Kyle yeah. said that two times in a row? Yeah, I did get a call from a couple of pastors who wanted to know if you needed help. So yeah, um, yeah, they called me too. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, we are kidding about that. So. But let's no. talk about gossip for real. I mean, that was the the topic of the sermon a couple weeks ago. Gossip was actually what we talked about in Jackson this week. Yeah, so tell us how you shared about gossip then. Well, we talked about all the different kinds of gossip, which I really like how we break down the different kinds of gossip. So there's, you know, movie review gossip, which I think is probably my favorite. My favorite as far as what I think is probably the most pre- um, prevalent in people's lives. I think a lot of times people hear what It's your favorite gossip? I would say that it's my favorite. Or your most annoying uh, gossip. I would say uh, favorite as in out of all of the ones that we talked about, favorite is probably not the right way to say it. Yeah, but, but it's it's the one that I think is probably the most prevalent to the people in the world because how many times has somebody I mean there's probably story? more gossip that's prevalent but in our life where we like movies it's very prevalent because yes. people ruin movies with their gossip. But I also think that what happens is when people review a movie, they're giving their own perspective and spin. That's not gossip. Situation that that's, a, that's a review. Yeah. Gossip's when I tell you what I heard about a movie, but I've never seen but the you've movie. you've never seen it. Yeah. Um, so so-and-so told me this about the movie. That's when you're passing someone else. I can tell you I read a review. I can tell you. I read a review about this movie. Because then you know in context it's someone's review. Yeah. If I heard everybody's telling me about this movie, blah, 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 this. and then so you go to the movie, you're like, you that's know. not in that movie. Yeah. Like I, that, that happened with... Um, I just had this conversation yesterday with somebody about the Barbie movie. 
And I said, what'd you think about this, this thing in the movie? And the person's like, that wasn't in the movie. So like all that nonsense. And then he said all that nonsense on social media. I went to the movie myself. None of that nonsense that, that people were saying and accusing the movie of, of doing was in the movie. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen the movie because, you know, I didn't go to it because the reviews, because yeah. of, of the gossip. And we talked about prayer request gossip. Yeah. So, like, you know, the the, I, the unspoken prayer, right? Yeah, like, well, you reveal people's dirt in a prayer yeah, request because you don't, you know, you shouldn't I, say I it out loud. For, there's pro- for a lot of our people, that's probably not something that they've they've necessarily been a part of, but we've been in church our whole life. So we yeah. have definitely witnessed that. We've seen oh, people seen lot, do that. And we've been like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we had it happen in the community here. We you did. We, we stopped, literally had we on a doing national a day of prayer. Event. We had to cut off the live stream because somebody was using the platform of prayer. It was kind of multiple people. Spoken prayer, yeah. Person, yeah. But using the platform of open spoken prayer to basically to spread misinformation and gossip about, you know, our yeah. school system, which we were like, what are you doing? Like, so, yeah. which it's like. It you know, <clears throat> I believe I believe this. I believe most gossip happens in ignorance, not malevolence. I do believe this. I think me- yeah, there's I think a people, lot of people, I think people who are bored. Tr- yeah, I think people are bored, so and they don't know idle, what else to do, right? <clears throat> but I also think it's. I think there's a lot of times that gossip people believe they're doing the right thing. Well, that's what the scripture says. Well, we, right? we gossip because we're idle. So exactly. like to stop gossiping, stop being idle. Like go do something. Go take a walk. Like. Yeah, their hands be go read idle. a book, like go do something. I, yeah. You know who I know doesn't gossip? Video gamers. Video gamers? They don't. They don't gossip. Okay. Think about all the times you play video games. I gotta tell you, what do you focus on? That's not a hot games? take. Uh, it's not even a right take because I've been on Twitch, and that's just not true. not not video game streamers. Yeah, not but video those game are streamers. Video gamers like real video gamers playing together in a video game. Mm-hmm. They're just focusing the hours upon hours. They're together. Achieving a goal, an objective. Yeah. They're yeah. not. They're not there talking about the news. They're not it's talking true. about people. They're not yeah. saying, "Hey, did you hear about my cousin Joe's brother Sam?" Like they're just like, "Let's let's take down this objective." All right, I could give you that, but I've been on Twitch and, and people gossip all the time on Twitch, so that's probably well. That's See, but those are streamers. Thing. That's here's a different thing. Category. Here's what here's what we basically what you and I both agree on this gossip, even though it seems like one of the least harmful sins. Oh, super harmful. It is super harmful. It's actually, I would argue it's one of the most harmful things you can do because what's happening is you're bearing false witness about your neighbor, right? which is one of the 10 commandments. When you gossip, whether you know for a, whether you, if you'd experienced it firsthand and you're sharing it with everybody, it's still gossip if you don't have permission from that person. Right. And so what you're doing is you're bearing witness to something that you don't have permission to bear witness to. Right. And so when we talk about gossip and we talk about what gossip actually causes, gossip causes breaks in relationships. It destroys families like it. It it gets between marriages. I mean, gossip is is so incredibly harmful and we just kind of treat it like, oh, it's fine. But that's the opposite of what we're actually called to be as followers of Christ. It actually has more harmful effects. Right. So let me let me tell you some famous um, quotes about about like gossip. Okay, controversy sells books. It does uh-huh. this yeah. is the publishing industry? I mean, I'm, I'm deeply ingrained in the publishing industry. Controversy sells books. Publishers love controversy. They do. Agents love to, to acquire authors who love controversy because controversy sells books. People want to read controversial things. They want juicy gossip on things, people, yep. politicians. And that's why you can, you, these publishers will publish one, 
a Republican's book and the Republican should Democrats book. They don't care. It's controversy. They take both sides of an argument, make the other side go crazy because the gossip and the controversy. And then someone else will write a book about talking about those individuals sharing gossip. They don't care. It sells books. It is sold books for, for generation after generation. And even in our modern day, here's what Miley Cyrus says. You know who Miley Cyrus is, right? Singer, singer, you know, famous for Hannah Montana, most of all. Um, uh, but here's what she says. People like controversy because that's what sells. So that's why she does controversial things. That's why she sings controversial topics. She intentionally does it because it sells and makes her money. And controversy is what is called what? What's controversy? Controversy. Ad- adversity? No, like, in large part, it's called gossip. Yeah, it's called right? gossip, it's, yeah. Like if I want to tell you something that's controversial, I'm going to most likely tell you something that I do not know is true or untrue. I'm just going to tell you what I know that can be controversial to to rile you up because if I rile you up, I get a charge out of you and I'm going to get a charge out of your wallet or your credit card. And so that's what happens. And so in our world, we have created a currency out of controversy, which has created a currency for people out of gossip. And although they may not get paid financially for that gossip, um, if you have, if you're a TikTok account, if you have an Instagram Reels account, you do get paid for controversy. The more controversial you can be on these platforms, the more money you will make from advertiser revenue, yeah. from view revenue. And it is a true statement. And like producer Mark over here, Pastor Mark, he he knows this because that's one of the things we see all the time. We're doing Reels and videos is that people want to be controversial and they're trying to intentionally be controversial and they don't care if it's true. Yeah, they just want your eyeballs to watch a video yeah. so they can get paid. And we've created a currency so much that we we do it to each other. Like if we're bored and we want attention, we just do do controversial things or spread controversial things or say controversial things so people give us attention. We like to call that what kind of attention? Uh, negative attention. Negative attention. Yeah, negative attention. I I I was when we were getting ready for this sermon, I was thinking through you know all the different things about gossips, and um, I came up with this. I think you'll like this: arms dealers and gossips are the same. They both profit from the conflict and they don't really care which side wins or loses. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah. Right? And like the problem is when you gossip, you are dealing you are dealing damage to people whether you care whether you mean to or not. And I think that's the pro- that's the other problem is like we were talking about people are just idle. I think the other problem is that people don't don't fully process what that gossip does and the mm-hmm. damage that it causes, right? right. And so you're talking about, you know, the hot goss on the street. Uh, shut it down. If you're if you are somebody who attends a church and somebody's talking about somebody else that goes to your church or outside your church or in the community, mm-hmm. shut it down. Right. Like, hey, I, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. Like, don't let your ears hear what they're saying. Just shut it down right away. Hey, I don't I don't want to be a part of that. You know why? Because you won't be an outlet the next time. Mm-hmm. Right? That the first time you shut down a gossip, they're not coming back to you. Because that well's dried up. No, yeah, right. That's true. All right. The next thing you need to do is, if they're talking about somebody, offer to go with them. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll say, hey, hey, I hear it sounds like you have an issue with this. Like, I'll. Why don't we go to that person now? Right. Well, they never do. They never do. So here's the deal. I don't know if it's true. I just. Yeah, it's like offer it, offer it with the intention that you're you're going to be able to do it, but also know they're probably not going to take you up on it because that'll shut it down. Yeah. Right. It's not some guilt trip. Oh, I'm better than you. It's hey, listen. It's a wake up call, right? Guilt trips are guilt trips are bad. I think wake up calls are different. Hey, I'm going to help you walk through this. If you're not willing to, I'm not going to engage in this anymore. Right. Right. And I think that, but then if that frustrates people, that makes people really mad, 
right? Because they they realize, and I think what happens is they project, right? So when they get defensive and mad about it, and why can't, why would you say that? I, I don't need to go talk to that person. What yeah. they're what they're essentially saying, well, they is, I know I was gossip. wrong. Yeah, but they don't want to admit to exactly. It, you know? I know I was wrong, but I don't want to say anything about it, and so I'm just going to act like we are responsible as believers to clean up the mess of our gossip. And what most believers say, well, I just won't share it anymore. No, no. I mean, if you've shared it, you should go back and correct it. You should go back and tell people, hey, I'm sorry. What I, I told you about this person, I don't know if that's true. That's gossip. I'm, please forgive me for, for telling you that. I just don't know. Yeah. And, like, I sinned against that person, and I shared something that was untrue. Like, if you start doing that, people people will see that you have integrity. Mm-hmm. And the problem is there's people that come up to me, talk to me all the time, and I'm like, I don't. You can have this conversation. It may take you 20 minutes to tell me what you want to tell me, but I'm not going to listen to or believe a thing mm-hmm. you say. Because every time they talk, it's gossip. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of just blow them off. And it makes people mad at times. It's like, well, what do you want to hear I have to say? Because it's like, what you have to say is not true. It's not gossip. And when I ask you those things, you can't verify it. And you keep trying to tell me it, even though I'm telling you I don't want to hear it. And so, like, we need to shut down those people. We even make jokes about it. Like, we, like, not you and I. Like, I'm saying, like, we make jokes to justify gossip. Right. Like, and to act like it's not that big, that big of a deal. Like, I had a couple people come up to me afterwards, after the gossip sermon, and go like, well, did you hear about that? Well, it's not gossip. Like, and joking. And it wasn't. They were being, they were being funny right, about yeah, yeah. it. And they were being, they weren't doing anything wrong. But it's like, well, a lot of times we go, oh, he's just such a gossip. Well, like, and it, then we laugh it off. It's yeah. like, it's not, it's not actually funny. No, you need to stop the gossip. Like, you need hard conversations. You're a spoon stirring a pot. Gossip and, like, is one, one of the most problems. destructive forces in any group of people, especially in yeah. a church. And it should be shut down. And like, I'll be honest with you, I, if people are gossips and they can't stop gossiping, this may not be the church for them. And that's okay. I'll be honest with you. And, and I, I don't know the stats on this. So this is not like, don't, don't take this as this is like the gospel truth. But like, I bet you that most of the pastors that quit and don't ever go back to ministry, it, it's in large part due to gossip. I would argue that that's probably the case. Oh, yeah. Because gossip has something to do with spreads. Them, sure. yeah. I, I, I think it's a huge part of it. Because think about all the people we know that have left ministry. Let, and never let me back. give you a practical example. Yeah. Okay, so we fired a pastor. I, used, I talked about this in, in, yeah. during the series, the Vices series. We fired a pastor because he was a gossip. When we, we put him on administrative leave mm-hmm. first and asked him to go to counseling to get help with it. Yeah. And so... Um, that was not something he really wanted to do, but we put him on his administrative leave. During the process of putting him on administrative leave, we wanted to protect his integrity by not sharing the why. We just said we were dealing mm-hmm. with the internal matter. But because of gossip, I had to get up on stage the next week and say, hey, this is what's happened. We've put Pastor so-and-so on leave as a church because I was the associate pastor. I was actually executive pastor, so I was my responsibility. Um, and, and just say, just to shut down any gossip, these are the things that he did not do. <laughs> Because everybody, I mean, it was hot gossip in the community that he was an adulterer, that he had mm-hmm. embezzled money from the church, and like none of that was even close to true. Mm-hmm. He was just a gossip who was who was breaking confidences. That was the whole problem, and it was a major problem. But people ran rampant with gossip. I mean, we heard all kinds of horrible things. So I had to stand on stage and say, he's not an adulterer. He's not, as, as far as we know, there's been no embezzlement of money, nothing of the sort. That's not the issue. We're just dealing with the, uh, a, a moral issue. Um, not a moral, we're not a, we didn't say a moral issue. I think we said a, an ethical issue, mm-hmm. um, which is the ethics issue of, that, yeah. and so like we're dealing with that, we're providing counseling. And so it's really hard for people. And I continued to hear from, for a year that all that gossip about him, that was untrue, even after we tried to address it because people just run with, I don't even, we don't even know where it starts because somebody has to start the crazy, but like we couldn't track back to who was the person that was saying all these things and it was, it didn't do justice to him because he had to move from the community because basically the community 
um, he, it was a very small town. And so everybody had heard the gossip. And so it ended up with him moving on to another state. It's, it's crazy. I, uh, I just think about <clears throat> nothing makes people who are not part of our community of faith feel less safe than gossips. Yeah. But think about it. This is supposed to be the place where you can come and be who you are and work through your mess with people who are all a mess. Right. And gossip makes you feel like you're not capable of being vulnerable enough to share the things you're messing that you're dealing with. It just yeah. does. And Christians, we should abhor gossip. We should be so yeah. mad when gossip happens that we shut it down that we I mean there are flipping table moments. There are. I mean, there really are. Mm-hmm. Like, and gossip should be one for us. Like, it should be. We're not going to tolerate I mean, the way here. the Bible speaks about gossips, it's it's a major thing. I mean, the church was made for sinners. Gossips are the people who talk about people's sins and spread it through the community. And that is that is abhorred by, by Scripture. And so we should not accept it, tolerate it. Um, yeah, we can have a church full of people who struggle with sex, drugs, alcohol, lying, cursing, all those things. But we can't have a church full of people who, who gossip. No. And that has to be one of the things we shut down the fastest. And, and if people can't stop, they need to move on to another place that's not here because they don't create a safe place for people. I would say that it, they have to be able to move on, though. You can't go to another church and take that gossip somewhere else because you will destroy it. No, you're, I mean, you know, gossip is a sickness and a cancer that just spreads. And it's like once you have one gossip, more will follow. Yeah, more will definitely follow. Because well, they'll, they'll they'll take it to all of exactly because yeah. they'll they, they it's like shaking the tree for for gossip. Yeah. It's it's like you can't. So it, it in essence, I think what both of us are saying, what our church is saying, is that gossip is not something that should be a part of the body of Christ. No, it should be something that is should be a part of your life. No, you should be it, something you seek. You to, should be careful about everything, everything you say and everything you share. And you shouldn't share anything without knowing for sure that it's factual yeah. and that it's, you have the permission to share it because if somebody comes to you in confidence and shares something to you, you actually don't have permission to go share it. I'm not talking about mandatory reporting when, you know, if somebody reports something that's yeah, happened that's to them or that this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about if somebody comes and bears a sin or a frustration or a, a, an issue in their life, right? That's, 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 that's heavy, weighing heavy. It's on easy things to ask. Is this something I can share? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Then I won't. Then don't. Is this something I can share with my spouse? Is it something I can share with my pastor? Is it something I can share with a friend? And you can ask the, the yes, your spouse, no, no, yes, your pastor, no, your friends, no, your family. I mean, you can ask very detailed, who can I share this with if I need to process this and let them give you the permissions. And then you're not gossiping. You are given permission to have those conversations. And that's the question is we just, we just too flippantly go through life, not caring deep enough about people to get to, to interact with people the way they need to be interacted with so that they can feel loved and safe and we need to do better as a church. So when people are sharing gossip with you or they're talking with you or sharing their life with you, you need to ask hard questions. And you need to sometimes take a hard stance against what they're saying and how they're saying it because that's not what we want to do. We need to protect our community from gossip. And that's one of the ways to insulate that we are, we are seeking after Christ and not following the culture of the world, which is a culture of gossip, of you know, spilling the tea, and ultimately uh, tearing people down. Yeah, I would agree. And it's never unloving to gently um to gently confront somebody on their sin like not abrasively like you're gossiping and you need to knock it off yeah they might feel it's that's, unloving, that's, but it's not. that's unloving right yeah. but you also need to make sure that like you're there to help restore them if you know somebody in your life who's a gossip or you're a gossip if you're a gossip go get help if you know somebody who's a gossip and you need to confront them 
do it in a loving way, right? Forgive them mm-hmm. first. Uh, my steps are, I, this is just my personal steps. I always forgive the person first. So I pray and I make the choice to forgive them so that when I go into the conflict or the meeting with the person that I don't have any, I, there's no residual baggage. I've already forgiven you. I moved on. That doesn't make what you did right. It just means I'm not going to like, I'm not holding it against you the same way Christ doesn't hold it against you. As I go into that conflict, I'm careful to make sure that I'm not, I'm not speaking from emotion. A lot of times when we're hurt, we'll speak out of emotion. We'll be angry. We'll say, we'll say mean things or words to hurt. And so I try to make sure that emotion is out of, not that I'm a robot. I still feel things, but that emotion is out of the process. Because if I go to confront somebody about something that's hurt me, right? Like, like what if I were to come up to you Sunday and I've been all mad and been like, I can't believe you did that. Like it was a funny joke. Right. But I could have, I could have been like, you could have. How dare you say that to me? I, I mean, I and knew it would have been wrong. I knew you would have thought the joke was funny. Yes, so exactly. And, but, I knew it wasn't. We had that relationship. An issue. But, but if had I said that about somebody, somebody that I didn't know very much about, yeah, yeah, that would have been the risk. I would really offend somebody. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, that's why I even said earlier, yeah. I'm not going to share any names in this yeah. issue because it'll, yeah. it'll. I mean, people will get exactly. offended. We know people get offended. Yeah. So I, I knew that in that situation, you know, the joke would land, and yeah. you know, but there was there's still the potential that. You could be really mad. Yeah. And so uh, maybe you had that, a secret problem I didn't know about. All right. Like, I'm like, oh, I just, but then I have to make it right. Exactly. Um, and so that's, and so in that process, about. when you're going to confront somebody, if you're, if you're emotional about it, you're going to, you're going to skew the way that you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So you need to be careful. You need to make sure that you, how you're, how you're talking to them is kind and loving and working to resolve the situation. That's why I love the culture of honor when it says, assume the best about the person. Right. Assume and that what I what I what I know part of that means that's a very broad statement because assuming the best means a lot of different things. But assuming the best really means it's kind of like Halcom's razor. It's never attribute to malice what is more easily attributed to ignorance. Right? right. Somebody didn't there's a good chance that, that person didn't do this intentionally to hurt you. They just spoke out of ignorance. But the thing is the difference is we have a pre established relationship where we know anything that we would say to each other from stage exactly. is already Already pre-approved, oh yeah, pre, yeah, yeah pre-accepted, yeah. But not you don't have that with most people with relationships. Yeah. They don't have that pre-established. Hey, you you got you got a blanket coverage if you're saying something to share that you is a known thing. Yeah. Um, but we also know things that we we would say these are off limits. So to share for stage, and so we have to be aware of that. We have those conversations. Not everybody does. And if you don't have those conversations with your friends and family, you need to. What's mm-hmm. off limits? What can I share? What can I what can I joke about? What yeah. can I not joke about? And have some of those conversations. And so. Um, there's times where I've I've said jokes that I thought be funny about you know friends family and they're like no nah, I don't like that don't don't do that again I'm I'm sorry you know yeah I won't do it anymore so yeah. thanks thanks for letting me know that bothers you yeah we just have to have more open conversations instead of letting things go and being hurt and sharing gossip yeah and and if you are here's the other thing if you are easily offended it it might be time to look at yourself too because if you're easily offended about things there may be bigger issues that you need to process and walk through. And you need to make sure that you're not so easily offended by everybody that you push them away. When it comes to gossip, it's a tough subject. It is. Yeah. So but the best thing to do when, when in default and you don't know if you should share something about somebody or say something, don't. Yeah, don't. Because if you don't know, you probably I should. said that on Sunday. When in doubt, don't. Yeah. Which means a lot of people are going to have a lot less to say in life. Yeah. So don't be idle because the Bible says that's a dangerous thing for gossips. Find some hobbies. Find something else to do. Find other people to spend time with who are not gossips, and then watch how your life changes. Thanks. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Hoddlecast.